I have been MIA, I know. And whenever I do that, it's often to retreat and kind of go internal and see what is alive in me that needs to be said. I'm not the type of person to just post content to just post. I'm always very in integrity with what is real. And lately, I have been in such a flow of surrender and trust that it's been hard to post. So I figured, why don't I just make an episode on the sacred pause, you know, the body's need for a break, this calling that we often have, that we often override to tune in and settle in and see what is going on. So I've said this a million times, but your body is communicating with you 24-7. Your body is the physical manifestation of often where your emotions are at. So if you're sick, there's probably something that you haven't processed. Personally, my body has been fucking attacking me for a pretty long time. I have had a cold for months that has recently developed into asthma. My eye has been twitching for around two months on end. My left eye just doesn't stop twitching. And I've just felt very physically unwell. And I think that's part of the reason that I haven't been posting, honestly, because physically my body's like, yo, stop. And so I decided to do something a little radical, something that I've never done before. And it's to purchase a one-way ticket to Central America, where I'm going to be taking a mini sabbatical. I'm going to be traveling. I'm going to be focusing on my passion for knowledge, soul-filled experiences, learning from indigenous, immersing myself in nature. I'm stepping away from my identity as a healer, so I'm not going to be taking any new clients, and I'm solely, solely, solely going to be focusing on me. And although that is scary as fuck because I have built something incredible, I love my business, and I've loved working with my clients... I am realizing that it is time for me to just do me. Ultimately, in the long run, I know that's going to make me a better healer. If you felt like you're currently also in a space of overdrive, maybe you have a constant neck issue, maybe you have a constant stomach issue where just physically your body is like telling you, hey, we need to tune in and slow down. Maybe your solution isn't buying a one-way ticket because I know that's super radical, but maybe your solution is taking a day retreat or even taking a day retreat from your phone. During the pandemic, I actually did a seven-day phoneless thing where for seven days I wasn't using my phone and that was fucking incredible. I mean, just the amount of stillness that I felt and the amount of connection that I felt to my body was incredible because I do believe that our bodies are communicating with us, but we are so far removed because of technology, because of all of the distractions that we have in life. But when we take out those distractions and we come back to the truth, i.e. our bodies, we are so much more in power. The only reason I've been able to make this decision out of a place of integrity and knowing and confidence is because I listen to my body and because I know my body has my back. I've definitely been through episodes where my body acts up and I override it and I continue to work and grind and hustle. And that just never ends up well because either the physical illness gets bigger or B, you start to resolve to maladaptive patterns to cope, i.e. alcohol in my, pers- in my experience that's happened to me where I overrode my body's desire to rest and I would just dilute my body, i.e. numb it with alcohol and That is just a recipe for disaster. Do not recommend. So I want to take a moment to pause here and give you an inquiry to just reflect upon what is your body currently telling you? And do you make time to listen what she or he has to say? Do you make time to tune in and say, hey, what do you need today? Hey, I noticed that you're a little overactive. I noticed you're a little anxious. I noticed you're a little XYZ. What is it that you need from me? How can I support you? 
So since you're listening to this episode, I presume that there's a part of you that isn't totally in sync with your body's natural wisdom. So I'm going to give you three ways to start building this relationship with your body. And yes, it's going to take time because if you're very far removed from your body's wisdom, you might have forgotten how it communicates with you. You might have forgotten the very subtle language in which it has. You might have also developed distrust with your body. Especially if you're someone that suffers from chronic illness, from chronic pain, you might have quite literally started to dissociate from your body to avoid feeling pain that it's actually there to be a portal for awakening something deep within. And I say this because I want you to know that it will take time and it's not going to happen overnight. It's kind of like having a best friend. You take time to develop a friendship that's actually grounded in trust and honesty and all the wonderful things. It doesn't happen overnight. So the first tip I have is called channeling through journaling. I fucking love doing this. And it's one of my most frequent homeworks that I give out to my clients. So this happens in two steps. The first step is to meditate and center yourself. So you can center yourself by creating a sacred space in your home, just a corner where you're not going to be disturbed. Maybe you light a candle, you put some incense, you put some light instrumental music. I want you to really create a scene where you feel safe. And then you can do a five-minute meditation. There's actually a go-to meditation that I do that I absolutely love. I can put the link in the description. If you prefer doing solo meditations, totally fine. But the only requirement here when you start to center yourself is you're going to state an intention. And this intention is going to be to channel your body's wisdom. Your intention will be to allow yourself to tune in to what your body has to say and allow your body to speak through you. Once you've done that, you'll grab your journal and you're going to write down a question asking your body's wisdom to reply. So you'll essentially be writing out the question and then you'll be writing out the answer according to what comes through and you're going to essentially be channeling what your body has to say. And you're going to notice that your handwriting might change while you're doing this. Something is going to be different because the question is very different from the energy of the answer. You might feel a little weird at first. You might feel like, oh my God, am I making this up? But once you start to do this, more and more, you will notice the subtleties in which your body communicates with you. And you'll be surprised what comes through. I had a client once who did this and she asked her body, what do I need right now to solve XYZ? And her body said, go eat some peas, some peas, literally peas. So she went into her fridge and she started eating peas. And guess what? She felt so much better after that. Now, she could have done two things here. She could have A, been like, what the fuck are peas going to do for me? And then shut her journal and completely tuned out from what the body was trying to say. Or B, she could have said, okay, well, I don't really know what that's going to do for me, but I'm going to do it anyway because you said so. And she did it. So when you do this, leave out all expectations and whatever comes through is meant to come through. Trust that. Exercise number two, intuitive movement. I do this so often. I actually post on Instagram sometimes when I do it. Intuitive movement is not about dance necessarily, and it's not about looking a certain way. It's about allowing your body to move in whatever way it wants to, because we often go through life kind of tense, kind of like constricted and holding in, unless you're drunk dancing at a club. But seldom do I see people that are actually open in their bodies, moving in their bodies. I can tell so much about a person just by the way that they walk, by the way that they talk, how their body is reacting. So for intuitive movement, you want to create a playlist that makes you feel alive, preferably without lyrics. You can add lyrics if you so choose, but preferably without. And you're going to allow yourself to move to the music 
in whatever way it wants. And maybe that means shaking uncontrollably. Maybe that means swaying from side to side. Maybe it means jumping. Maybe it means getting on the floor and just rolling everywhere. There is zero right or wrong here. The intention is just to give the body an avenue to move. You're telling your body, hey, this is your safe space. This is your playground. Express yourself however you want. The other day I was doing this and it started off with a super sexy, sensual song from Beyonce. And I was just literally feeling myself like never before. And then it totally transitioned. And I think it was a song that prompted it. But anyway, it totally transitioned into anger. And I started to feel anger and resentment specifically over my previous relationship. And I just started bawling and I started punching pillows and I started screaming into pillows and it was just I was giving my body full autonomy full expression to do whatever the fuck it wanted there were no boundaries it was all game and when you give your body that freedom oh it takes advantage and I think a lot of people are scared of this because they're scared of what's going to come through they're scared of their own voice they're scared of their own rage but when you allow your body to fully express that and I'm getting fucking goosebumps as I'm saying this but when you do that you become a very integrated person and there is a big difference between integrated anger and non-integrated anger because non-integrated anger comes out in very subtle sharp ways kind of like a jab but when you have integrated anger you are able to use that as art what I'm envisioning as I say this is is a paintbrush and the paintbrush is your anger and you can paint whatever you want with that and ultimately at the end of the day it's going to be a beautiful canvas but if you have that paintbrush just sitting in your drawer never using it it hardens and more importantly it's almost as if you forget how to use it and what to do with it and then it comes out as a jab how many times have you been upset about something and you don't process the anger, you don't allow yourself to express it or feel it, and then it comes out as a sharp, sharp jab and you end up hurting someone or hurting a relationship? I know I've been there before. So intuitive movement is medicine. It's necessary. And I love the way that the music can impact the way that you feel. I think that's part of the process. And that's why the playlist is so important because it will catalyze certain emotions because sometimes the body needs to be prompted. So the last tip here is embodied affirmations. This is the easiest one. It is the one that is just, so I hate to say this, but it's kind of like the lowest hanging fruit because it's just so easy and um, there's low vulnerability, whereas the other two are very high vulnerability and therefore high ROI because ultimately the more vulnerable they are, we are, the more expressed we are. So embodied affirmations, what you can do is you can place your hand on your womb if you have one or your hand on your heart and you're just going to repeat the mantra, I am open to receiving my body's innate wisdom and guidance. I am open to receiving my body's innate wisdom and guidance. You just set that intention and you allow anything to happen. You can say it before bed. You can say it in the morning. I recommend putting that mantra actually somewhere that you can see every day, maybe the mirror on your bathroom and constantly repeating this to yourself. So you're stating the intention and you're essentially allowing the universe to take care of the rest. You release expectations and you just allow the universe to do what it needs to do. Saying that affirmation might lead to some funky dreams where your body communicates with you. It might lead to you meeting someone that then shows you a workshop that really helps you tune in. It might lead you to, I mean, God knows what, you know, these things just, when it comes to affirmations, it's just really important to state them, embody them, feel them, and release and allow the magic to just happen. When you plant a seed, you don't stare at it 24-7 waiting for it to grow. 
you leave it there for a while because you know it's going to take time. So same thing with embodied affirmations. So if you give any of these three exercises a try, please DM me on Instagram. I would love to hear your experience, especially if you do intuitive movement, because honestly, it's just like my favorite one. My highest, highest, highest desire for you is to make time to tune into your body so that you don't get an endless eye twitching or asthma or a cold like I've developed. Because I do think that if we're preemptively tuning into our body and asking what it needs and kind of flushing out things that don't serve us, we don't get sick because we're constantly flushing out the things that don't serve and just making room for new things. And I will say I know that a part of my sickness has been certain connections that I've been making as a single woman now dating again, certain people that I've allowed into my orbit that haven't been the best for me. I know that this is just all a product of it. And maybe I'll make a separate episode on, you know, what it's like to date as a spiritual woman and coming across people that aren't necessarily on that path and how that can be a little bit sticky sometimes. But episode for another time. Point is, I'm taking ownership for my body's physical symptoms and my step is my one-way retreat. Uh, or my one-way ticket, rather. And my hope for you is to also make time to take that sacred, sacred break when you need it. Or you could override your body's symptoms and end up sick. Your pick. So as I will be transitioning into travel, I'm going to be just listening to my body mainly. I'm only going to be posting when it feels aligned. I'll only publish a podcast when it feels aligned. Honestly, I think that's the best way to operate. Because when I do post, you'll know that it is important. It is special. And if it finds you, if my message finds you, then it was meant to find you. On that note, as I continue my journey, something that helps me so much is hearing from you all. So if there's a certain topic that you want covered, you can email me at info at my strategic soul, or you can DM me on Instagram. It's happened often where someone wants a certain topic covered. And then when I make an episode on it, so many other people are like, oh my God, I needed to hear this because issues are collective. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you very much from wherever you are in the world. If you haven't already, make sure to leave those five stars on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It helps me grow the show. And with that, I will see you next time.